Did I press play? Hi, and welcome to the first episode of The Void. It's a show where I have an existential crisis in public and, uh, you know, call it a podcast. I figured let me get the seasonal nonsense out of the way first because it's December and I'm not a December type of person. Both my terror for the speedy passage of time and the holiday season are in full swing. You know, most people like this season. It's about decorating and overspending. You get to drink warm beverages. Yeah, I don't know what the hell it's about. But I, as the absolute joy I am, all I can think about is how I associate this season with a socially accepted dishonesty. Before you leave, let me explain. My friends are at this age where they're having kids left and right. And I'm continuously amazed, not only by their willingness to lie to their kids about Santa, but also the stupid amount of energy they put into maintaining the lie. They're legit out there creeping around the house, making secret phone calls and hiding evidence like they're sleeping with a colleague. It's quite ridiculous. It's pretty crazy when you think about it. And I just thought it was interesting that societally we all learn that lying is wrong and people try to instill that those values into their kids. And in the meantime, they have no qualms about lying about a strange old man who breaks into their house every year. It's quite paradoxical, wouldn't you say? So my question is, is lying about Santa different from any other type of lying? Uh, And why? Or why not? And does it have consequences? Whether you have kids, want kids, don't give a damn about kids, you were a kid. So if you'd like to know if this seemingly innocent lie has screwed you up in any way, stay tuned, baby. There are at least eight philosophical definitions of lying, but for the sake of simplicity and my damn sanity, I'll only be talking about the deceptionist definition, which states that a lie is making an untrue statement with the intent to deceive. Key here is that the content of the information doesn't make something a lie. It's the intention of the person who's divulging the information. So say your broke friend says she's already paid you back for her lunch and she hasn't, but she sincerely thought she did. She's just being forgetful. But Jennifer Lopez claiming she's wrinkle free in her 50s because she slaps olive oil on her skin every night. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Anyway. Philosophers have been trying to dissect the morality of lying for a while and there are several schools of thought that I think will help us figure out whether lying about Santa is really just morally crappy. The first philosopher I looked into was Plato and Plato is pretty chill about the whole concept of lying and especially in his book The Republic, he mainly thought that lying was a great way to promote social cohesion which of course can be true. Think about crowd control, you know, like in in, in a big situation where people can panic, it can help to lie. So yeah, he makes a good point. The next philosopher I looked into was uh, Immanuel Kant, K-A-N-T, okay. He was the polar opposite of Plato. He had no chill about it. He thought lying was always wrong and there's no right reason to lie and okay, I'm making fun of him, but the reason why he thinks it's wrong is a pretty solid reason. He says that what makes us humans is having the rational power of free choice. But what makes us ethical humans is respecting that power in both ourselves and other people. To lie is to take that freedom away from others, which, you know, he's making a pretty solid point. But 
But if you've ever tried to calm down a crying drunk stranger in a club bathroom, you know that sometimes people wouldn't know what to do with that rational freedom of choice if you slapped them in the face with it. This is where Thomas Aquinas comes in, a devout Christian virtue ethicist, and he indeed acknowledges that there's a wide array of lies and that white lies can totally be useful. Will we burn in hell if we lie to inflict pain? Of course, but lying has a hierarchy and as long as you do it as a joke or to be helpful, it's totally fine. Granted, this was a man who claimed he had Virgin Mary on speed dial and said he could levitate. The last school of thought that I looked into was utilitarianism, which basically says, look, lie all you want. As long as the benefits of that lie outweigh the negatives, you're good. All of these schools of thought have a truth to them, but there are problems with them too. For instance, the main problem with Kant's school of thought is that even though it makes a lot of sense, we know from experience that not all lies are created equal. And the problem with the other uh, philosophies, and I guess ultimately with parents' decisions to lie to their children, is that they all assume that the liar is inherently a perfectly rational, morally virtuous person, which we are not, who knows what's good for the person they're lying to. This is where the ethics of a seemingly innocent tradition become incredibly murky because of course most parents know what's good for their kid, mostly in the present moment. They have no idea how what they do today will affect their kids in eight years. Morally, it's, you know, it's kind of iffy. So let's see what kind of effect it has on a psychological level. There are a handful of childhood development and educational psychologists who claim that lying to your kid is fine because they, you're entering their world of belief and kids below the age of seven have a really hard time differentiating reality and fiction as it is. And they already believe everything they see on TV is real anyway. So Santa's no different. But I would argue that there's a difference between your kid believing that Dora the Explorer is real on their own and you enforcing that belief by pretending to get your nails done with Dora every third Friday of the month for seven years. Another claim I kept finding in my research was about how lying about Santa keeps the magic of childhood alive. I'm using air quotes. And well, let's be honest here. If the best moments of your childhood were based on a carefully constructed lie, then how great was it really? Wouldn't you rather have your kid learn to see the magic in everyday life instead of weird occult occasions revolving around a flying dude who sees all you do and decides to reward or punish you based on that? It's interesting. It's like parents are accidentally promoting religious thought instead of critical thought just by enforcing the Santa lie alone. But anyway, the camp of experts who see no fault in it is way smaller than those who do. And I found one study by one Drew Curtis that, Dr. Drew Curtis, that suggested that there's no link between how many Santa lies have been told and the eventual relationship college-aged participants had with their parents, which you know, that's great. We wouldn't want people to have bad relationship with their parents. But every other study I found, including several in the oldest medical journal still existing today, The Lancet, show that it is not as harmless as we think. Because parents already lie a lot, a lot, a lot. Think about those little lies like, I'll leave you here if you don't follow me to the car or I'll call the police if you don't eat your veggies. All those little lies. Um, 
uh, they accumulate and they have power. And the Santa lie is a lie like any other lie. So all these lies do is promote a lasting distrust in parental figures, especially when you don't follow through on that lie. When you say, if, you, if you're bad, you don't get gifts and you still get gifts. Pfft. Which makes sense, right? When you're a kid, your parents seem almighty, godlike figures. So if they lie, who doesn't? And I found a plethora of studies claiming that kids who have been lied to as kids tend to be adults who lie to their parents. I'll link all the studies on my website. But yeah, why would the effect of the Santa lie be different from any other lie? And look, I'm not trying to tell you what's wrong or right here. Who even knows what those things really are philosophically? So do what thou wilt. How a kid will react to knowing they've been lied to for years depends on a lot of things. Whether that kid already felt safe, how their relationship with their parents is, how much their parents lie on a daily basis. It's complex. So you're not ruining your kids by lying to them about Santa per se. But I do challenge everyone to think about how this tradition might have affected you. Maybe you grew up in a household where there was less money and the fact that you got less expensive gifts maybe made you feel like you're less of a good kid. Because the more expensive your gifts, the better you must have been, right? That's childhood logic. So maybe you start internalizing this idea that you're never good enough. Or maybe you were a bad kid, but still got presents, which maybe gave you the feeling that you could get away with anything and still get rewarded. Maybe you ended up extra entitled because of that. You know what I'm getting at, right? This choice made for us by our parents, like any other they made, may potentially have had unseen effects that stayed with us. And I find it really interesting that people mindlessly copy behavior without asking themselves why, just because it has existed for a while. I think the biggest thing we can take away from this closer look at the Santa lie is that tradition is not a safety blanket. Something being socially acceptable doesn't absolve its negative consequences. Just like booze doesn't become less harmful because everyone drinks. I think it's interesting to think about why we do things. And I personally have always found it very weird. I remember that it felt like a severe breach of trust. And I really did not understand why I was being lied to. The answer I got, because you bet your ass that I asked, was... You know, it's just part of childhood. Everyone's doing it and all the kids think it's fun. And uh, and I was just not happy with that answer. I thought it was the lamest answer for breaching your kid's trust in such a way. There's a difference between lying to keep your kid safe and lying because you think they'll get enjoyment out of the lie in the long term. There's a difference, but that's my opinion. I think what's more important is it has an ethical and moral uh, implication that's interesting to look at. And there's science that backs up that there's no real reason to do it. Most professionals really do not like the idea of lying for no reason. And I'm not a mom, and I don't know if I want to have kids or not. I'm going to talk about that in another episode. But how are you going to justify getting angry for your kid and lying to you about something because they don't want to make you angry or whatever when you've been lying to them for years, right? So I thought it was interesting. This is the only seasonal thing I'm going to do. I really don't care about December. I keep forgetting that it is December until I see, you know, how my friends act like crazy people to continue this myth of the... And also, 
I am too much of a self-absorbed douche noodle. Why would you want a strange man to take credit for the gifts you worked so hard to pay for? I never understood that. Aren't white men credited enough for things they don't do? I mean, I want to leave you with one thing to think about, and that is how do you think the Santa lie affected you? Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Our time may be finite, but my gratitude for you choosing to spend a couple of those minutes with me is not. Thank you. Definitely visit listentothevoid.com for episodes, show notes, and every source I've used for this podcast. You can also find a link to my YouTube channel over there. And if you're watching me on YouTube, you can find links to Spotify and other platforms for my audio-only podcasts. Follow me on Instagram at thevoidpodcast underscore. And I really hope to see you in the next one. Bye.